everybody, it's Rod Z, and welcome to the first edition of the Z Files. That's right, we're so excited to be kicking off our show right here at Boss Move Studios in beautiful Orlando, Florida. Um, I, I just thank God for this opportunity, and I'm going to take some time today to explain what the Z Files is all about. The Z Files is a show that's going to entertain, enlighten, and inform. We're going to have special guests. We're going to have a hot topic or a news story every show, and we're going to have people from all walks of life. We'll also have our HBCU spotlight representing HBCUs from all over the country, just sharing a tidbit of information about these schools because we want to promote, we want to recruit, and we want to let people know about our HBCUs. I'm a product of an HBCU. Uh, we have my friend that's going to be chiming in from time to time, Bub. Bub is from an HBCU, the great Bethune-Cookman University. And we are just here to support that, represent that, and give you information about HBCUs. All right, so we're going to talk about our hot topic before today. But before we do that, here's a list of some of my upcoming shows and special events. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Their colors are maroon and white. Their mascot is the tiger. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm talking about none other than Morehouse College in Atlanta, Georgia, also known as The House, and Morehouse College is our HBCU spotlight of the day. The largest men's liberal arts college in the United States, Morehouse has been home to 11 Fulbright Scholars, five Rhodes Scholars, and five Marshall Scholars, and is the alma mater of many celebrated African Americans, including civil rights leaders Martin Luther King Jr. and Julian Bond, World Series MVP Don Clendenin, and entertainment icons Spike Lee and Samuel L. Jackson, just to name a few. Also, Olympic hurdler and sprinter, Mr. Edwin Moses. Morehouse College sits on 61 acres in Atlanta, Georgia, near downtown Atlanta, and the college has a variety of residential dorms and academic buildings. They're in the Ashview Heights area, along with Spelman College, Clark Atlanta, University and the Morehouse School of Medicine, and together they make up the Atlanta University Center Consortium. Through the late 1800s and early 1900s, the college experienced rapid, albeit financially unstable, institutional growth by establishing a liberal arts curriculum. The three-decade tenure of Benjamin Mays during the mid-20th century led to strengthened finances and enrollment booms and increased academic competitiveness. The college has played a key role in the development of the civil rights movement and racial equality in the United States. Ladies and gentlemen, today we salute the house, Morehouse College. Shout out to my homeboy, uh, Dr. Ernest Page of Jones High School, class of 88. He is a Morehouse College grad. What up, Ernest? That's our HBCU Spotlight of the day. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Z Files. We're getting ready to discuss our hot topic, but before we do that, make sure again that you like, share, and subscribe. 
Welcome to Boss Move Studios. Go to at the Boss Move period and make sure you share that information. Also, make sure you hit that little bell so you're alerted and notified every time the Z Files comes on or any show from the Boss Move Studios. We want you to grow with us. Today's hot topic is something that's near and dear to my heart because it's dealing with our government. So we'll be brief, but we're going to get to the point. We're talking about Speaker McCarthy being ousted. That's right. For the first time in this country's history, we do not have a Speaker of the House. The House is working on trying to get a new Speaker right now, but McCarthy was fired. We barely avoided having a government shutdown, but we came really close, but we were able to avert that. But ladies and gentlemen, this is why it's very important that when you participate in the election process, that you do your research and that you get the person that you feel is best, not only qualified to do the job, but the person that's willing to work for the people. The person that's going to be willing to reach across party lines and help pull things together for the betterment of the people. Because isn't that what it's all about at the end of the day? We need people that are willing to work Together, Like I said, we barely avoided a government shutdown, but McCarthy did lose his seat. And if you don't know anything about how our government is set up, please keep in mind that the Speaker of the House after the Vice President is in line to lead our country should something happen to the President and the Vice President. So get out there. Make sure you do your research. Make sure you participate in the, this year's upcoming elections. Get out there and vote, register people to vote, and let's do what we can to make America a better place. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be coming back. We're going to be having two incredible guests, entrepreneurs doing big things in Orlando. We're going to have Casey Preston of the Gastro Restaurant and Bar, as well as Miss Jennifer Yan of Dexter's Downtown. Two incredible restaurants right on Church Street in downtown Orlando. We're going to be interviewing them. Make sure you don't go anywhere. You don't want to miss it. It's the Z Files right here at the Boss Move Studios. We'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, we are making history. Season 1, Episode 1, The Z-Files, our very first guest. And I'm so honored to have him. He's one of my homeboys, and he's doing big things in the business world. We're talking about black entrepreneurship today, and I thought it was a great idea, as well as the uh, Boss Move staff, to bring in none other than Mr. K.C. Preston. What's up, my brother? What's going on, right? Thank yeah. you for joining us, man. Thank you for coming and, and being a part of this. Um, we definitely want to highlight the home team, and we definitely want to showcase our black entrepreneurs. So, first of all, I want to give you your flowers and say, man, what you are doing, in my opinion, is very impressive. It's, it's an incredible look for Orlando. Um, I, I think you don't even know the impact that you're having on our younger people because when they come in, if they come into the restaurant or walk by and see that that's yours and that you you have a, a, a foothold in downtown Orlando, I think it just blows young people's minds. So it gives them something to look at and say, if he can do that, maybe I can too. So 
thank you for doing you yeah, and being you, man. So how long has the restaurant been running? Uh, by the way, I didn't even say he's the owner of uh, the district gastro bar <laughs> and the district uh, nightshade lounge. So you got a bar and a lounge next in the same building. How did you come up with that concept? Uh, it started with the restaurant. Okay. Um, when I was younger, I don't know if you remember back in the day when the old Amway was located there. There right. used to be a, a jazz spot called um, Pinky Lee's. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was owned by Anthony Bowie. So my parents, kind of being a lover of music, grew up around like jazz music and uh, all my family played. Uh, Pops took me there. My parents took me there. And that's kind of always um, stayed with me is wanting to have a, a jazz lounge. Um, wow. That was kind of reminiscent of like the, the older days of Cotton Clubs, uh, uh, some of right. the things that I heard my grandmother talk about when she lived in New York. Um, so um, when I got the opportunity to, to, to purchase a piece of real estate, that was kind of the concept. That's kind of how that concept came into play. So you were influenced by Anthony Bowie uh, yeah. <laughs> owning, owning Pinky Lee's. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow! Uh, that's see, that's what I'm from. talking about having that influence and 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 filtering it down to generations. Well, I just I was there yesterday, as you know. Um, <laughs> I come in there um, every now and then when I have some spare time, and I remember before I even met you formally, I remember seeing you. I would come to the barbershop. And I would see you, I was like, he must be the owner. Because you had this look on your face like, man, these people about to drive me crazy. <laughs> the permits, the, 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 the got, I got to tear this wall down, I got to paint this, um, the decorating. All of that before you even get started. And I saw uh, the process as it was, because I was there weekly. Um, how much stress is that? I mean, let's keep it real for the people that are considering starting their own restaurant or lounge. How, how stressful can that be? Man, it's a lot of stress because there's no no manual. Nobody gives you a manual and say this is how you go through this. This is how you uh, pull a building permit. This is what you have to do. You you always depending on um, what feedback from contractors or somebody right. recommend recommending somebody who's done it. But it's, the process is different for everybody. So uh, depending on what you're trying to open up and how, how you are trying to piece it together, it's the, I mean, it's like I said, it's no manual. So you, you kind of figure it out as you go. Right. Now, did you ever have moments where you like, all right, we write, it's almost time to open, and then a drawback, a setback. Oh, no, man, you got the, <laughs> you got you got termites in here. We got to tear this whole wall down. And <laughs> we Did you ever have a situation like yeah, that? Yeah, we had a few like that. Um, wow. When I initially started the project and I had a partner and uh, – Difference of opinions. Okay. Uh, certain things got done a certain way um, that wasn't the way they should have been done. So it was not only having to figure out the process; it was having to go back and correct things that were that were done incorrectly to begin with. So, um, so I was battling two things at one time. That, that was probably <laughs> one of those days I saw you frustrated. <laughs> probably. But, but to your so. credit, my brother, you kept your composure. Yeah. I never saw you, you know. Raising hell with anybody, or you always stay professional and like we got to get it done. We got to get it done. I'm I would hear you talking. I'm like, man, I I admire that brother. So, uh, shout out to your hats off, man, for I doing what you're it. doing. So you you got the restaurant open. You got the uh, nightshade lounge open. Um, what was your thought? I mean, because from my experience, it's not like anything I've seen, and I'm from Orlando too, it's not like anything I've seen in Orlando from the ambiance to where you have it decorated. Um, just, it's some real cool stuff in there. 
Um, where did you learn that? Did you go to school for that, or was it just all your creative ideas? Um, it wasn't just my idea. It was kind of the feedback from a lot of people. Um, okay. I mean, even my ex-partner, like I said, even though we bumped heads, I mean, I gotta, I can't take all. Y'all did have something yeah, in common. I mean, where there, y'all there, could agree. there were some things that we that we did agree on, kind of the the, the concept. Um, but a lot of it was was just based on uh, upbringing. Um, okay. Like I said, the music. When you try to cultivate that with the the the, the history of Southern food, uh, the history in that area of Paramore. Um, right. I mean, it, it all kind of meshed together. So it, it playing the, taking pieces from it and putting it all together kind of made it all work. So. Yeah, because when, when I walk in, if I immediately want to sit down and have me uh, something to drink and a nice little appetizer or something. <laughs> Just, it's a very chill vibe in there, man. I love it. Yeah. Um, so let's backtrack a little bit. You 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 born and raised. You from, we were talking earlier, you said you were from Tangelo. Talk to us <laughs> about uh, Tangelo and what type of influence did your neighborhood have on you becoming who you are today? Uh, Tangelo was, I mean, it's like a lot of the, the black neighborhoods here in Orlando, from Richmond Heights, Carver Shores. I mean, it's very community. Everybody kind of know everybody. Everybody know each other. Everybody know everybody. Um, on my my neighbor now, my parents still live out there. Still, like, they've been out there over forty years. Okay. Every neighbor out there has been thirty, forty years. From Mr. Butler, Miss Miss Jones. Uh, look, y'all hear him, respectful, yeah, respectful the, young man, Miss <laughs> Butler, Mr. Yeah. Jones. But that was the thing. I mean, that's right. why I say when it's community because it was. It's not how it is now. I mean, right. our next door neighbor, if they caught you doing something wrong, I mean, they discipline like they you own you, discipline. right? Um, so I mean that that instilled like a little bit of work ethic. I remember being younger, cutting. Uh, you asked me about entrepreneurship, right? I mean, just wanting to have a little side money in your pocket. You you out there cutting the yard? You go in there and cut yard. And, you and did, now did you ride and, the bicycle and pull the, the sure palm did. over behind? <laughs> yeah, Put yeah. My weed eater in my hand. So, okay, um, okay. So that mean. If you want to say where it started, it probably started there. Probably started there. Yeah, it probably yeah. started there. That's a beautiful thing. So, you know, that I always say neighborhoods uh, kind of foster uh, us along and that that village helps you develop and grow because yeah, my neighborhood did the same yeah. thing for me. And it's crazy, man. I, I tell my daughter all the time, I all through high school, you, I can remember I, um, a handful of teachers from high school. I don't remember too many teachers from middle school, but I remember every last teacher from elementary school. Wow. From Tangelo Park Elementary School. Wow, Tangelo Park. Yep. Yeah, shout out to Tangelo. Yeah. <laughs> so so where'd you wind up? You went to Dr. Phillips High School. Yep, went to Dr. Phillips, uh, graduated from Dr. Phillips, um, went into the fire department. So I actually worked for the city of Orlando. Uh, I did not know that. Yeah, I worked there for 15 years. My whole family's kind of been in public service. Whether it's you the, were a fireman, bro? I was a fireman. A black man running to a burning building. That's an oxymoron. I, I, no. stayed the, I stayed on the outside and popped the water. <laughs> I heard that. I know that's right. So, so you you work for the fire department. Where'd you go to? Where'd you? Did you go anywhere and continue education after high school? I did. So, I mean, I, I did some started college. Um, finished um, my first. Actually, I think I finished my my second year. Uh, got my AA degree. Once I got my AA degree, was going to finish and go into my bachelor's. My mm. brother called me and said, hey, it's the summer. You, you ain't really doing nothing this summer. Why don't you just go out and test for the fire department? Okay. Give it a shot. So that so just kinda, popped up. Yeah, huh? kind of popped up. Went out there, did that, did my thing there. Um, ended up getting into their hiring process. Actually, started with Orange County because I had a brother with Orange County. Um, but got into both Orange County and Orlando. Okay. Um, ended up choosing Orlando um, and then did 15 years there. I did not know that. Um, and that was kind of what opened up, I mean, 
I tell everybody. I, I have a young man now who worked for us. Um, me and his mom went to school together. Actually, his his great grandmother, great grandmother is my mother's next door neighbor. So she was part of my upbringing. Um, but her great grandson works in the restaurant now. Oh wow! And I'm trying to get him into the uh, the fire department, going through that process. That's so awesome. It just gives you a lot of time. I mean, every school ain't for everybody. Um, four years, six years ain't for everybody. Um, but right. the fire department and some of the other uh, avenues, I mean, it opens up other opportunities because it gives you a lot of time, especially you have an entrepreneurship uh, spirit. and you, you need that time to do other things. So it allowed for me to do that. Right. So you talked about your entrepreneurial spirit. Um, I understand that um, the District Gastro Bar is not your first business. What other businesses have you owned? Man, I've done everything from um, cars. Uh, I used to have a car audio shop. I, I translated that into um, doing wheels, rims. Back right. in the back in the nineties, where everybody was putting spinners, on their, <laughs> putting spinners on their car. Throw some D. <laughs> Transform that, and went and got my auction license and started doing a little independent car dealership. Okay. Um, so I was doing all this while I was working for the fire department. Ended up doing event promotions. Started doing right. parties. Uh, like. Took that and curved that into doing marketing. I've uh, done everything. Done stuff with Dorian over at South Orlando Mercedes Benz. I'm Tom Joyner, uh, yeah. family reunion. I think so, that's when we started yeah, to get to know each other. Yeah. Uh, the Tom Joyner reunion. So and then just kind of curated that and just kept uh, letting that curate into something bigger. So and that led me into the opportunity with real estate and and then kind of going into the restaurant into that concept. So. That's what I was about to ask you. What made you say, I know you told me about um, Anthony Bowie and, and everything, but what made you, what was the day that made you decide, I'm, I'm going to open me a restaurant and, and get into this business? Do you, do you like to cook? Or are you a chef? Um, How are your culinary skills? <laughs> I can cook at home. You can, I do you a can little, burn, I, man. I do a little something at, okay. at the house. You, so you comfortable <laughs> in the kitchen? I like it. Okay. <laughs> so, I know that's right. Um, yeah, I'm comfortable in the kitchen. I mean, the thing I like about the restaurant, man, is it's, uh, it's a lot of moving parts. So mm -hmm. um, it was one of the things with the fire department. Like, you never could expect the same thing every day. It was always something different every day. Uh, so being in um, business, especially in that particular business you always it's always something different it don't get boring it don't get boring because you're always going to get thrown a curveball kind of like events when we were doing event promotions mm -hmm. the same thing you can plan it all you want it's but it was never going to go. come up it was always going to have something you that, fix. that you had to fix so right. i think as much as it it brings stress is also one of the things that i think i i really enjoy about it now how many um employees do you have um working at uh working for you at the restaurant in the restaurant, the district itself, uh, there's 15. Nightshade Lounge has probably another 15, and there's a group of guys that we have that oversee that that run Nightshade, that manage Nightshade. That's uh, awesome. So total, it's a little over 30 people. That's awesome, bro. Um, let's talk about the business part of it as far as you being, you know, African-American male, you in downtown Orlando. Um, what are some of the challenges but also – what are some of the blessings that have come from that? Um, <laughs> some of the challenges in Orlando is just, man, everybody, you have a lot of people who haven't been a lot of places. So their mindset and the way they think about things is very limited. Um, it, I mean, myself, I, I like to travel. I get out. I mean, even when I was thinking about doing the concept, I didn't, I didn't go locally. I mean, I right. went to New York. I went to jazz clubs in New York. <coughs> I went to lounges in Miami. I went to 
DC. I went to rooftops in Toronto. Like I, all of those places gave me different ideas because I saw different crowds how they how they move, move how they um, what they added to it where it wasn't just a restaurant. So I I tried to bring all of that back and and put my own little spin on it. So that was that was one of the things. But I mean, like you asked, what's the blessing and the curse? Mm-hmm. One of it is that, like I said, a lot of people don't don't think bigger because they haven't seen bigger or been bigger. But it also gives you an opportunity to kind of to bring something new, so it's not the same experience for people here locally. It was interesting that you said that because um, I, you know, doing what I do in, in the entertainment industry, I get to travel a lot. And the first thing I thought when when I saw the district, I was like, man, it's got a nice northern flavor to yeah. it a little bit too. Even though we're in Florida, you know. The, the restaurants and the bars and lounges up north, they have a different feel yeah, to them. Yeah. And and that's what I like about your spot. I like the gastro bar because it, it, it doesn't have – I almost feel like I kind of went out of town somewhere. Yeah. And and, and it's, it's very sophisticated. Now, let's get into the menu. Um, are you the person that chose the menu? Do you consult with people? How does that all come together? And Because um, I'm blown away by your drink menu. Um, it's not, you know. It's so I'm gonna not, take credit for that one. I did that one myself. It, Cause it's, it's, it, listen, your drink menu is top top notch, brother. I'm like, oh, you know, I looked at the menu. I was like, okay, I was impressed. And um, wh- what made you come up with that concept? Is, is it just from experience, or did you consult? Like I said, you just came up with that. The the food menu, um, the original menu was done by Andre Walton. He's local here, but okay. um, Andre is a is a friend who. Andre just loved to cook. Um, I mean, he's traveled around the world and kind of learned different cultures and different um, uh, cuisines. And then, so me and him sat for probably four or five months and went back. We would taste certain things. He would cook it. Um, and then he handed that off to me. So once he okay. handed it off to me, then it was taking it from what you would do in your house and then bringing it to commercial. Okay. Um, how to batch things commercially so it yields for 80 people instead of for four people. Okay. Um, the drink menu I came up with, and it was just me kind of playing off of those, the, the menu items that we had. I wanted everything to have a Southern feel to it, but I wanted to bring some of the things you may experience in a rooftop bar in New York or what you may get on in DC. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the classic cocktails, I wanted to keep classic. One of the things I hate is to go someplace and they've taken a classic cocktail and they've kind of right. recreated it and, and it's not, what it should be, um, right? What so, you mean? I can't get an old fashioned. Yeah, so I, I we tried to keep those things those things the same. We just tried to make them more um, organically ours. But uh, the signature cocktails are literally are paired from the menu, so they they mm-hmm. we tried to match it to what's on the menu items. Now I know you want everything uh, to be be impeccable and taste good, uh, which everything I tried so far, and I'm not just saying this because you're here, bro. Everything I tried, I like to eat. I've enjoyed it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> But what is y'all? What is your signature dish? What do you think stands out? If I come to in there and I've never been, what's the one thing you would say? Hey, you you need to try this before you leave. Oh man, there's a couple. Okay. Um, what's your favorite? The New Orleans pasta. Okay. Um, 
it's a lot of seafood on the menu because I like seafood. Me too. Um, so that's why you see a lot of seafood options on the menu. Um, but the New Orleans pasta, because it's, I mean, I'm. What's in the New Orleans pasta, New man? Orleans Run it down. <laughs> I like to hear menu items. It just make me hungry. New Orleans pasta is a uh, penny pasta. All our sauces and, and Alfredo sauce we make in house. So that's the okay. that's the other thing about the menu. Everybody can make Fresh. pasta. Everybody, yeah. But we try. We do everything from scratch in house. Okay. Um, so. It's a uh, penny pasta, uh, Alfredo sauce. We make fresh herbs, fresh thyme, uh, heavy cream. I ain't want to tell you my ingredients. Well, you ain't got to tell me. I don't need to know the, the, the secret herbs uh, and spices. I just want to hear the, what but, kind of uh, meat. And, and so, like, it, it, so it was playing on those little things. Instead of going where you may get just regular shrimp like you may see in Publix, uh, we use like a specific shrimp. Right, like, it's right. It's Argentinian red shrimp that okay. has a little bit of a taste like a lobster. Okay. Um, the, they, they're bigger shrimp, so just little things like that that we tried to add on to make it our 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 specific dish. Um, All right. Same thing with our drink menu. Some the old, now, what's your favorite drink? Oh man, I got a couple of those. <laughs> I like whiskey, so that okay. our bar concept is more bourbon whiskey. So that's why you see you it. like that's, that grown man. Yeah, that's the biggest selection. So a lot of um, our craft drinks are are done with whiskey. Um, Uncle Nears um, is kind of that's that's our house whiskey brand. Um, if you don't know the story about it, go Google them. Okay. Um, Say it again. Uncle Nearest Whiskey. Uncle Nearest. Okay. Yeah, okay. Uncle Nearest Whiskey. Because uh, that story kind of ties into our store. So oh, that's wow. why, I mean, it was just, it's a perfect match. Um, and I actually had the, uh, the pleasure of visiting that distillery probably three, four weeks ago. Okay. Um, so, it, I mean, it was, it was a great Now, experience. where are they out of? They're out of Tennessee. So, um, and if you haven't, if most people don't know the story, everybody on record, when you hear whiskey or Tennessee whiskey, the first name you think of is Jack Daniels. Jack Daniels, right. Yeah, but Jack Daniels actually um, is not the originator of Tennessee whiskey. I, I it, heard it's, that. It's actually nearest green, so uh, they've now come out with a whiskey to kind of uh, pay homage to that. So, Of course, we hear that a million times. <laughs> you know, somebody got yeah. it from us. So, so if you want to, if you want to try the authentic, real deal that they're carrying that name so i'm glad you you said that because yeah. now I, I know next time i decide i'm gonna yeah. have me some I'm yeah and that's one try. of the things we i mean another thing we try to do in the restaurant um is carry a lot of black owned brands mm. um from like i said uncle nearest whiskey is one mcbride sister wines is another black girl magic awesome um, and there's actually quite a few um black uh breweries um, right in tampa and st pete um there's a couple black tequila companies um, that a lot of people have never heard of, but if you you carry them though, we do carry them. So so we when y'all hear them when you go down to the gastro bar and you want to try some <laughs> uh, drinks, this man can give you a history lesson too. And I, I like that. I yeah. I, I I think that's. You making me want to go down there now. Let's, let's go try some. <laughs> make that money right. Um, let's talk about the future. What do you? Do you plan on opening um, some other business ventures or restaurants, or are you going to keep it the way it is now, what you have? And, and what do you have in store for the gastro bar? What are some of the things you want to do with that? Um, we're getting ready to add a patio onto it, so um, that's actually the next step. Um, next thing we have planned is to add an exterior patio um, that connects us to the Amway um, okay. and gives us a little bit of um, um, street view. Out there, um, the side, out there on the side, people come out of Amway, yep. they going to see you, possibly yep. hear you. You plan on doing music out there? Have or? live music out there. Um, we're looking at making some, doing some things with Nightshade uh, okay. to bring it more into the fold, more of a uh, uh, 
contemporary jazz lounge, you'll still have your nights where uh, it goes more into a late night. And that's one of the things that I always saw up north. Um, a lot of their restaurants, they were very good at um, transitioning after a certain time. Older folks didn't normally go to clubs. They would just stay at the restaurant and they kind of transition more into a lounge feeling. And they would do that with live music, um, changing the menu, going down to more of a tapas style menu. Right. Uh, so that was one. That's one of the big things that we're looking at, um, kind of putting in place. You could tell because you you definitely have that. You know how to entertain. You you're a great host. When when I come in, you always, hey man, here try this. Um, and you could tell you have that entertainment background, that promoter background, <laughs> as as far as when when it's time to transition. So um, we wish you nothing but the best, man. Is there anything? Um, you want to say before you go? Before I, I'm gonna ask you a couple more questions, but is there anything you want to say to anybody out here? Because we're going all over the world. <laughs> Z Files um, is getting ready to, to blow up, man. If it, my biggest thing would be if you if you got a dream, make it a reality. Like you, there ain't too many times you get too many chances. Right. So, um, just go for it. And you fail, get up and go for it again. So. Okay. <laughs> now, before you go, drop that information. Uh, the address, how they can get in touch with you guys if they want to come for any special events or not. Do you do special events? Yeah, we do special events. Okay. Um, you can go to our website, thedistrictgastrobar.com, okay. um, or you can call the restaurant uh, also. But the, the website is um, is user-friendly, so you can book events. You can see what we have going on during the week. Um, you can see our menu changes, uh, drinks. Um, I'm actually getting ready to go on there now and put together a bar class of people looking at doing certain craft cocktails. Okay. Uh, there'll be a, a login for that when you can go in there and kind of um, see some of the drinks that we do and kind of nice. create some of your own drinks. Nice, um, nice. One of our bartenders actually gave me the idea of that uh, a couple weeks ago. So, um, But everything you can find on the website. So, so the district gastrobar.com and you got a number you want to drop uh phone number to us you can reach us 407-237-0366 okay okay brother well we want to thank you for your time because we know you're a busy man i'm pretty sure you might be swinging back down there tonight <laughs> but but thank you for your time and of course you know you're gonna see me we support you and the last question i want to ask you was uh, aside from coming and, and enjoying your restaurant, what are some ways you feel like um, people can support businesses like yours? Not just black businesses, but just small businesses in general, because the small businesses are what make uh, America go, in my opinion. W what are some ways besides, you know, coming out to the restaurant that you think would be an addition to helping you grow as a business owner? Tip the employees. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, nah, man. Just like I said, just just coming out and, and just just showing up. Um, even if you you not dining, uh, right? Just showing just come up. In yeah, and, just come and in and have a just, drink, relax for a few minutes. Come talk. I mean, the same. Just like the barbershop back in the day, you go hang out at a barbershop. You may not even get a haircut. Yeah. You just go in there and and, and conversate. And the vibe we're trying to create is is similar to that. You don't right. necessarily have to. Uh, come in to dine. You can come hanging out at the bar and just have conversation. I mean, most of the bartenders in there, they they feed off of that. So that's kind of one of the things that that get them going. We need so. that because the barbershop has changed. Like yeah. I, I remember, you our barbershop now. It's appointments and it's like yeah. one or two people in there. It ain't packed like it used to be. Yeah. And, but we lost those conversations, that uh, social moment. Yeah. So, uh, brother, you can count on me. You will be seeing me at the Gastro Bar, and I want to thank you again for your time. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. KC 
Preston of the District Gastro Bar and Night Shade Lounge. Thank you, man. I appreciate Thank it. Thank you right? for coming out. Same here. Appreciate it. We'll be back in a moment. Z Files is back, and uh, we are talking about black business owners, black entrepreneurship, and we have a very special guest, somebody that I'm excited to have a business relationship with, and she's the owner of Dexter's Downtown, a wonderful restaurant, and we're going to let her talk to you about her establishment. Ladies and gentlemen, Making History, Season 1, Episode 1 of the Z Files. One of our very first guests ever. Hey. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss <laughs> Jennifer Yawn. Oh, Nina, how you doing, sis? I'm doing good. Thank you. Over that was just, so warm. I just listen, love that. <laughs> I, I had to do it like that. We got a queen in here. We got to take care of yes. you. Make sure you feel welcome. Thank you. Your presence is just, you You. You pushing me through the day. So thank you, you know, for coming. It's entrepreneurship. It's about pushing through the day. So yes, the fact that you're doing this, I admire it. I love it. Um, this is my life. So uh, okay. let's make a movie. You are Dexter's <laughs> downtown. Yes, All I right. am. Under new management, which I think is great. You know, every time I talk about Dexter's, I like to talk about how it originated. And, okay. you know, and the entrepreneur itself that, that started and what he wanted it to be there. Right. And um, and ministry. And that's kind of where Dexter's Birdland originated from. Right. So um, working, com coming from Rochester, great recipes from that area. So I'm still getting a lot of my Rochester people that are coming through. So um, working with Dexter was really um, God doing his work. I'm going to oh, say wow. that. Okay. Because um, having a PR agency and working towards helping entrepreneurs reach their goals, I was in the capacity of helping. And um, we ended up realizing that both of our goals and passions needed to be flipped. So um, I took over Dexter's Birdland, yes, in July and um, flipped it with some of my passions, my recipes, um, and the vision and mission still pushing forward to what um, real entrepreneurship is about. So you just came in in July, and the place looks amazing. Now, it, it looked great before, yeah. um, but since you've been there, you flipped it, you added your personality, your charm, your flavor, Um how difficult was that? How, I mean, you've been busy. It's very difficult. I'm not even going to lie and say it's all glamorous. It's hard work. Yeah. It's lots of sacrifices. Yeah. It's aches and pains on your body. Um, it's a lot of work. You know, entrepreneurship, hospitality, it's not for the weak. No. I can say that. If you're not willing to go in, grind in, wash dishes, cook the food, you know, serve, fill in the gaps through the entry phase of a restaurant and love it, it's not for you. Because even even the most prepared corporate chains, you deal with, you know, availability of people. Mm -hmm. You deal with, you wanting to satisfy everyone, but you can't. So you just got to do what you love and push through and do your best. 
So when I say it's difficult, it's been difficult, but it's been rewarding. What has a typical day been like? When do you start and when do you end? Or is there an end? How long is this show? How long is this show? Okay. (laughs) Just give us give us the hours. You don't have to give us every step. But but what's 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 how many hours you work a day right now? I'm gonna say I probably do about 14 hours a day. Okay, 12 14 hours a day, but. I love it and how I do it because I start my day working, um, mind work, sitting on my couch, you know, um, journaling, um, mm-hmm. you know, just talking and, and interacting with me and determining what I want to be I successful love that. in. I love that. So that's work. You know, that's the beginning of the day. And if I'm not on my couch, um, having coffee with my feet up, I'm in my jacuzzi in the backyard getting some hot water beat against my back. So the entrepreneurship is, it's difficult, but it's rewarding when you place the things in your life that you enjoy and you're doing what you love. So that's what starts my day. I'm glad you said that. Doesn't it feel good, even though you could be beat down, tired, and exhausted, doesn't it feel good when you finally sit down knowing you put in a good day's work. It feels awesome. And then when you can see where your hard work is as um, growing to, mm-hmm. that matters. You yeah. know, it really makes a difference when you can see the fruits of your labor. Yeah. Now tell us where you're from originally and talk about uh, where you feel like you got your entrepreneurial spirit from. Well, originally from Orlando, um, born and raised in Carver Shores. Okay. Um, Another home team. Another home team. Still own the home in Carver Shores um, that my parents... bought when I was when they was I was in their stomach. Let me say oh, that. Wow, okay. okay. So when I say born and raised there, that's where I'm from. Um entrepreneurship was started to me at a very early age. My mom was the candy lady in the neighborhood. So um I immediately started taking candy to school and airheads and baked you, you beans. Pushing and candy and I'm pushing got candy. Got kids bouncing off the yeah, wall. Yeah, in elementary school. Okay. So it started there for me. Um but my very first business was nineteen it was um, Star Events. Um, I love the event industry. I love hospitality. I love catering. So I learned a lot from the Peabody Hotel. I got married at an early age, uh, married an executive at the Peabody that was over um, catering and food and, and those kind of things. So I learned fine dining, presentation um, at an early age. That was my school, okay. which really draws into what I enjoy now, presenting fabulous food um, that looks good good, tastes good, and bringing people together. So I'm going to say hospitality, entertainment, um, events has been my life. I, I noticed I came down yesterday, mm-hmm. and I noticed that you're, I almost felt like I was in your kitchen. Yeah. I didn't feel like I was at a <laughs> restaurant. I didn't. I felt like you was like, you all right, baby? You need anything? And you, you, you took care of you wanted to make sure that I was good, not just with the food or the way it tasted, but I was just good in general. Yeah. Is that how you go about treating all your guests that come into your restaurant? I do, because um, I've said from day one, and I think I say this to everyone that walks through the door, um, Dexter's on Church Street is my house, is your house. So I bring your private events, bring your engagement parties, bring your baby showers, bring your football watch parties. Um, it's the house. She's serious, too. She's serious. And and the great thing is, is the menu can be customized. 
to fit your event. Um, I work with a, a array of chefs, and again, um, my house is their house. So right. allowing them to come in and, and display and yeah. um, some of their things and expand their brand is is also what I'm focused on there. I noticed two things about you. I I haven't known you long. But I noticed two things about you, and both of them happened while I was at Dexter's or in the area. Okay. Let's talk about one. Um, yesterday, you had a family there eating. Uh-huh. I happened to know the family. Okay. And you sent out, without being prompted to do so, you sent out a, a I don't know what it was, <laughs> but you sent out a tray or a little tray of food. And the first thing the mother said was, oh, my God, she remembered. Mm-hmm. You have a you have a knack for the little things. Yeah. What was that you sent out? First of all, it looked delicious. Cornbread muffins. It was cornbread muffins. Cornbread but loaf muffins. They love. <laughs> Corn they, sweet muffins. Listen, this family destroyed them cornbread <laughs> muffins. And, and I had chicken and waffles, and it was Amazing. Well, thank you. So, so um, I'm expecting great things because all people have to do is come down to Dex. I'm and see y'all. I'm not just saying this. On on the Z files, we're gonna have guests on there that I have gotten to know. So it's not like I'm just bringing people on just to bring mm-hmm. them on. I I came down there and I experienced Dexter's myself, and it was it. Even uh, there was a gentleman there. You, you're doing some remodeling. There was a gentleman there who said, consider me impressed. He was blown away by your yes. your meals. So can I talk about what I was doing yesterday? Because I'm very excited about it. Well, talk that. about what you was doing. Okay, so um, we installed a jukebox. Yeah. Um, and for me, it's like your house, you're able to control the music in the right. house, right? So um, what you can expect at Dexter's is our jukebox brunch, our jukebox brunch um, happy hour you know come in have a good time um play what you want to hear when you want to hear it because you know you can even jump some of the music that's already in queue um with the with the jukebox so um that was yesterday and that's what i am very excited about well that's something to be excited about um tell us about your signature dishes what are your uh two favorite dishes that you like See, that's hard because, you know, I'm passionate and, and I love to cook. So um, I, I think I like everything on my menu. Okay. But I'm going to say what's been, what's been a favorite is the catfish filet um, because it's a big piece of, of fish. Um, it's fried, crispy. It's just seasoned well. Um, and it pairs really good with our corn um, bread hush puppies. So I would say those two things are some of my favorite. And if I want to top it off, I'll, I'll do one of our signature house salads. Okay. Yeah. Sounds delicious. I have yeah. to come down. Come check I've that out. I've actually had the catfish. Okay. Yeah, well, you I can talk about some food. I love to eat. <laughs> See, that'll be a whole nother show. Yeah. So w- you say uh, you're from Orlando, born and raised. Where'd you go to high school? Dr. Phillips. DP. DP. We got another DP grad yeah. in the house. DP in okay. House. And uh, I was talking about two things I noticed about you. Mm-hmm. The second thing I noticed, we weren't we were in the area. We weren't in your restaurant. Okay. We were at KC's restaurant. We were at the gastro yes. bar. And I walked in and I saw something that really warmed my heart. I saw KC laying out a spread for you mm-hmm. and showing you hospitality, showing you love. Mm-hmm. 
And when I came in, I was like, they really, they, they're not competing. No. They're, they're enjoying um, the success. They're enjoying, hey, this is my sister. She have her restaurant. I have my restaurant here. Two different restaurants, two different menus, two different vibes. And I enjoy seeing you sitting down and enjoying his space. Yeah. Tell me about your relationship with KC and, and, and what are y'all plan on going with being in the same vicinity? Wow. You know, we haven't really had a chance to officially sit and talk about okay. some of the ideas that we have. But what I can say is I supported um, I supported them from day one. And support doesn't change when you become neighbors. Right. You know, it's supposed to just increase. If it does, right. If it's right, a change for the better. It's a change for the better. So already having initial support and um, appreciation for their establishment, just being a foodie myself. He has some great items, some amazing cocktails. That day, um, I was tasting some of his new cocktails. Now, I, think I didn't I, want to put you out there. But okay. That, that's okay. That's okay. We got to talk about it. <laughs> We got to talk about his cocktails because nice, um, right? they are very nice. And um, I like his variety that he does. So Told um, y'all. So as he was um, taking pictures, <laughs> it was after his uh, – beverage photo shoot right he looked over and seen me there and just kind of started bringing them on over to me which i'm glad you all walked in because some of your you wouldn't have made it out help me right y'all help me partake see in how those. brother step a, in yes. see how I, right I, on time i stood in the gap for you i said i'm not gonna let this sister have all these drinks by herself give me one right right <laughs> so um but yeah i really appreciate just again having another um black owned business on the same block like right. to me that's history yeah so some of the ideas that i really want to do um it, over there on church street is some events that will bring more entrepreneurs um to understand who we are what we do and give others opportunities right from church street so let me back up a little bit what made you want i mean You've owned restaurants before. Is this your first restaurant venture? <laughs> but now we got to talk about a whole nother show and we start talking about the past okay. restaurant venture. Okay. But yes. <laughs> this is your second? Um, this is my second um, investment okay. into a restaurant okay. personally. I've invested as a consulting and helping people um, start restaurants, catering businesses. But to be hands-on is a totally different thing. So my first experience, Bar 5, um, a lot of people was like, what happened? Where did it go? Um, I decided after running it for a year that it, it just wasn't fulfilling with the right partners. Okay. So um, when you find yourself struggling in business, you have to look, first of all, within yourself to say, okay, what can I change? And the immediate change was removing myself, giving myself a break, and then coming back um, with a different mindset. You were refreshed. You were Ref rejuvenated. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay. But it was crash course. Crash course hands-on. It, it looked, it, you know, I said the word refreshing. It the, the Even the color of the paint on the walls when you walk in Dexter's, <laughs> it's very just it's refreshing. I'm like, okay, I'm about to relax and enjoy myself. It's a chill spot. You it know, is. we focus on brunch, yeah. um, which is the start of any day, and we can do brunch anytime throughout the day. We focus on lunch. We have um, over eight um, lunch specials under $11. And then we focus on happy hour, my favorite day of, you know, time of the day. It's happy hour. Then it's we out, hour. you know, right, then we right. out, you know, which makes it a compliment for um, KC because when I want to, 
finish my end of my day. His restaurant is just getting up right. and going. I can go down there and, you know, have a drink or I can send customers in my restaurant That's to beautiful. finish their drinking down the street. Beautiful. So um, so I love the, the theme and the feel of Dexter's because it is, you know, it's light, it's refreshing, it's home. You are a black woman in charge. Tell me the blessing in that and tell me the hard moments or the difficulties of that. Do you feel that that's even a difficulty? Because some people are like, talk to me yeah. about that. Let's but, talk about the difficult first, then talk okay. about the blessing. The difficult is the, the personal sacrifices. Okay. Okay. Um, the relationships that you don't have. The um, Because it's hard to really build personal private relationships when you're always on the go because some time got to give. So the difficulty sometimes is at the end of that day when you have done everything and it's 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, nothing left. That's, you know, it's that's it. You know, right. there is not, you know, th there can be, but um, there's not always someone that is there at 2, 3 o'clock in the morning when your day ends um, because most of them are either on their own hustle or they um, got to be at work, you know, at a certain right. time. Right. So as an entrepreneur, the, the blessing is you make your own schedule. If you decide today is it, I'm just going to stop, um, you can do that without um, – I would say repercussions from someone else. Okay. Um, and it, as if you play your cards, right, I'm going to say, because you're always liable to your customers and your right. clients. Right. Um, so that is the difficult part. The sacrifice, I would say, in relationships. Do you have, how, how many people do you have working on your staff? I, I like to say um, I have a family. Okay. And when we know we're going to be crowded, we call the family in. Okay. And um, so it's hard to say because there can be a day where it's um, myself and a server in the restaurant. Mm -hmm. And there's, a, you know, a slow day and I'm doing um, work. And then there can be a day where there's um, 15 family members in the restaurant for those soccer games. Okay. You know, when we're packed and we're slammed or we're preparing for an okay. event. So, Orlando um, City Soccer Team Club. Yes. Yeah, yes, yeah. Yeah. So do a lot of people come down after the games? Yes, before and after. Um, but I've decided I really don't want to stick around to after the games right. because getting out of the garage is so it's horrible well, you said you you know like, you, you the boss you get to make the schedule yeah. so we, we close we close <laughs> <laughs> we are out before the soccer team is out before the game is released because it's 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 hard to get out of there right. and that's the great time for casey down the street because he is wide open right yeah well, that's good you get them before he gets them after yes Nothing wrong with I'm that. I'm good with that. Hey, it's enough for everybody. I, and that, that's a great attitude yeah. to have because, um, you know, sometimes when when we own businesses, we feel like we have to compete against our brothers and mm -hmm. sisters, and really, you don't have to compete because yeah. KC can't be you, and right. you can't yeah. do what he does. I mean, y'all are two separate entities, but like I said, it warmed my heart to see y'all together because I'm like, look yeah. at them. That, that's, that's all that's right. True they're entrepreneurship. going to make it because they get y'all look like y'all were had been friends for life. Well, we when are, I walked in, y'all were laughing it. and talking. <laughs> so I'm excited yes. about just hearing that. Okay. So talk to me about um, the future of of you doing business. Do you want to grow and expand? Do you want to have more than one location? Mm -hmm. What What are some of your future plans? If you don't mind sharing some of them. Well, you know, 
I'm a serial entrepreneur. I'm going to say that. Okay. Um, and I'm involved with a lot. So everything I do, I, I love. Um, Dexter's is like home to me. It You know, cooking is therapy for me. I enjoy it. Um, and I don't see doing too much um, outside of Dexter for a second or third location because that would take away from my publication. Um, IBA Success Magazine started about 11 years ago. Um, it's an international publication um, where I go, um, you go, and that's for everyone that's included. Okay. So I really try to divide my time between you know the restaurant, between my publication, um, between my nonprofit. You know, working with youths. Um, help them reach their goals or doing the same services that my PR marketing agency so, does. So we're going to have to have you back on and talk about your, your, your nonprofit. Right. It's a whole not, like it's said, a whole another uh, show, yes. whole another episode. So, so I've learned, you know, I grew up playing Monopoly, you know, okay. move all around the, the board and buy up everything on okay. the street, you know, so I am um, buying up the things that I'm passionate about, which is the food, the youth, you know, helping other entrepreneurs, um, and that's really what my life is about. <laughs> like me, you've been very supportive of me, and um, I'm excited. And for those of you who don't know, I'm going to be down there DJing at Dexter's on Sundays yes. from 1 to 4. I'm excited about that, too. Yes. And, and it was weird the way it happened because I was looking for a place that I could just do me as far mm -hmm. as a DJ, play some good music and, and create a vibe. And I'm excited about that. So well, I cannot I, that's wait. That's going to be fun. So starting, when when is that starting? Help next me out. week. Next, next Sunday, week. Okay. 1 to 4. Okay, very cool. So we'll be down there. Just, you know, make sure you write it on your account because you're so busy. Uh, it's on there. I just want to. I just want you to say it. I want to feel it again. Oh, they're going to know. Oh, it's, it's, they're going to know. Trust me. But um, I'm excited about that. But um, I find you to be... Uh, very welcoming, easy to, to work with and get along with. And I wish you nothing but the best, my Thank sister. Thank you. Thank I, you very I, much. I'm praying for you and KC to continue to do well and that, man, I want to see Dexter's and, and gastro bars all over the place. Hey. All, all over the country. <laughs> I'm speaking it all over Go the country. Go ahead and speak it. Go ahead and so, speak it. So, um. We're going to, you know, is there anything, anybody you want to give a shout out to or say something to? You know, that don't put me on the spot because there are so many people I want to give a shout out and say something to. Well, give a few of them a um, shout out. Go ahead. Let, let me just give it first to my mom. Okay, can I do that? I, I was going to ask yeah. you, I'm glad you said that. I was going to say there's a woman who looks just, well, you look just <laughs> like her. Is that your mom back there cooking yes, and helping? Yes, I, I got to say my mom, you know, I got to give a shout out to her because without her um, pouring into me, I wouldn't be here. I was raised with her telling me I'm her retirement plan. Amen. And I didn't quite know what it was. <laughs> like, I didn't know what it was. I was like 12 she said, and you she was retirement like, plan. you're my retirement plan. Wow. Come on, I'm going to need you to show you this and do this. Wow. And I didn't understand what that meant growing up but now oh i understand, you understand. <laughs> you understand? i understand so that's that's my my shout out is really to my mom you know and all of of the family my daughter my best friends um that support me in all of my endeavors because those are the the individuals i call when i'm busy okay. and everybody comes in you know my sister so family that's who i'm going to give a shout out to and then the people that help keep me you know together um you know my stylist which is my daughter 
daughter. You know, All we right. junkie. They got she, you. To, what they say? Got, they got you together. She keeps me they got together. you snatched. She keeps me snatched. Yes. <laughs> um, and I have to really thank you know the the people that keep me relaxed throughout the week. You know, I get weekly massages. So um, definitely giving a shout out to all of those individuals out there. You know who you are. I'm not gonna name you all. All the people that keep me together. They know. Thank you. All right. Well, we want to thank you. And again, nothing but blessings, prosperity, and much love to you, sis. We look forward to having you back again soon. And I'll be down at the restaurant soon. That's what's up. Thank you for having me. All right. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. From Dexter's downtown, once again, Miss Jennifer Yon. We'll be back in a moment. All right, we want to thank our special guests. They did a wonderful job. We want to thank Casey Preston of the Gastro Bar and Grill, and we want to thank Miss Jennifer Yarn from Dexter's Downtown. If you're in the Orlando area, please, please, please support these restaurants. Go downtown on Church Street and ask about them, and you don't want to miss out on that incredible food and those menus that they have. They're going to show you love, that Southern hospitality, and and just go down and support them, y'all. Thank you for joining us, Casey and Jennifer. And we're going to wrap this up. You want to make sure that you join us next week. We did an HBCU spotlight. Shout out to The House, Morehouse College. But next week, not only will we be doing a spotlight, but we're going on the road. That's right. We're about to get in these streets. We're headed to homecoming, y'all. That's right. My alma mater, the great Bethune-Cookman University's homecoming. We'll be going live. We're going to interview all the people out there celebrating homecoming. We're going to talk to alumni, students, possibly some faculty and staff, and we're going to show you that HBCU flavor. If you've never been to an HBCU homecoming, you don't want to miss the next edition, episode two of the Z-Files. Like, share, and subscribe. Hit that little bell. Make sure you get the notification because it's on and popping. This is the first episode, the first of many. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm Rod Z. I love you. There's absolutely nothing you can do about it. I'm the Deuce Dog. And I'm gone. Z-Files. See you next week.